0: What's going on, everyone? Derek and Jen here with Engage in Heaven Church here in Missoula. And today is day 10 of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And we just been praying for you guys, and we really hope that you've been getting a lot out of this. That you're not just going hungry, yeah, but you're also gaining like a really close relationship with God, yeah. and I know that as much as you put into it, that's you'll get even more out of it. Yeah. And so today we're going to be talking about wisdom, and yesterday we went over revelation, and so today we're talking about wisdom, which is the second part of that, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, yeah. so today we're going to talk about wisdom. I think that wisdom is one of those things that like everyone kind of marvels at. If you've known anybody that was like really wise, um, they just, it's, it's like you want to be around them. Yeah. You want to hear everything that they say. You hang on every word. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of those people that are out there today. And um, maybe people think that they're wise, but the Bible actually talks quite a bit about wisdom. Um, I even think for some of those 90 kids out there, you think about people like Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid. He was wise. I wish
1: I could catch a um, fly with chopsticks.
0: Yeah. And for all those people modern day who are watching The Mandalorian Baby Yoda, I mean, we don't know if it's Baby Yoda. It could be. Jen has no idea what we're talking about, but.
1: <laughs> I don't watch Star Wars.
0: She doesn't watch that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so let's talk about wisdom.
1: Yeah. Um, so when we talk about wisdom, my immediately think about king solomon Hmm. and um he is considered one of the wisest people that there ever was ever will be and you know um the great thing about solomon is that the lord visited him in a dream and asked him what do you want because he was so pleased with him and solomon didn't uh, he asked for wisdom and because the lord was so pleased by that he gave him so much more and so i want to read that scripture to you it's found in um first kings three And we're going to read starting at verse 5. This is after he had gone up to um, what they considered one of the most important places that King David had gone to uh, make sacrifices. So King Solomon had gone there earlier in the day. And then um, so verse 5. That night the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and God said, What do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. Solomon replied, You showed great and faithful love to your servant, my father David because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot even be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong for who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you've asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. Mm. And I will also give you what you did not ask for. Come on riches and fame no other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life and yeah. if you follow me and obey my decrees and my dec- commands as your father david did i will give you a long life so i love that i love that god saw the pure request that yeah. solomon asked for and he said you didn't i'm gonna not only i'm gonna give you what you asked for i'm gonna give you more than that also
0: yeah and, and I think that's so important because there's a lot of people that are chasing, like, the wealth and the fame and all that. I mean, even Long as— Long life. <laughs> yeah, even as Christians, you know. But Solomon understood. He said, I know that the key to all of this is found inside of wisdom. Yeah. And so let me ask for a wisdom. And then God just went above and beyond and was like, yeah, I'll give you wisdom. And— all this other stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think it's great too because he wasn't even like, oh, make me so wise that the people will listen to me. It wasn't even like that. No. He was like, God, I don't know how to rule these people. Give yeah. me give me wisdom so that I can do it in a just way.
0: That's so true because when you look at it, he realized like that these were God's chosen people and he wanted to govern them really well. Yeah, He wanted to steward what God had given to him and so he knew the only way to do that was found through wisdom. Yeah. And I think that we can apply that to our lives, realizing that God has given all of us a special gift and a calling that we've been talking about. And so the question is, how do we live out our life through wisdom so that we can, you know, uh, live in a way that's pleasing to God? Yeah. So we're going to go to Proverbs 9 for our scripture, and it talks about the seven pillars of wisdom. But I'm going to read Proverbs 9, uh, verse 1. It says, wisdom has built her house and she has carved its seven columns. And so to find what those seven columns are, we actually have to go to James chapter 3 verse 17 to find out what those seven columns are. And it says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. So I think, you know, the the truth is, is that we may have friends that feel like they're wise, mm-hmm. um, but is it godly wisdom that we're receiving? Right. You know, I think that you could have a co-worker that's been divorced five times and you go to them and you tell them about your problems inside your marriage and they're like, oh, yeah, you got to bail because it's, it, it gets real ugly if you were to stay into it. That is not godly wisdom at all.
1: No, you should never go to somebody who has not been successful in the thing that you need help with. Right. You only go to people who have been successful in in that because you know they're going to have good wisdom.
0: Yeah, and you should write these down. And, And Is it pure, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy? So if the wisdom that you're receiving or the information that you're receiving, if it doesn't line up with one of those seven then it's not godly wisdom, just plain and simple.
1: Yeah, it actually makes me think of um, a hot-tempered person. Like, somebody who is hot-tempered and who flies off the handle and deals with that sort of stuff, they aren't walking in very great wisdom because it doesn't line up with what the Word of God says wisdom is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, in James chapter 1, verse 2, I'm gonna walk through this. Um, Wisdom is found in this passage along with some other stuff, but I love it because it all ties together. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but that patience have its perfect work. They may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Hmm. And so you see that it's it's almost crazy. I was talking to Jen before we hit record on this, but joy, trials, testing of your faith, patience, all these things are like connected. And then it's so funny how the author of this actually says, "Now if you lack wisdom, ask for wisdom." Right. And it's almost like wisdom is attached to your joy falling into various trials, patience, and all these other like that you need wisdom in order to get through your trials and your patience and all this other stuff. I mean, your whole life, your greatest prayer should be, God, please give me wisdom to understand what you're doing in these situations. Yeah. Give me wisdom on my job, give me wisdom with my wife, give me wisdom with my children because what we normally do is we just live our life the best way that we know how or an example that was set before us. That may not be a good godly person that has given you that example or one that demonstrates wisdom. So to to go back to to like zero, go back to the base and be like, all right, let me scrap everything that I've known, what I've thought was true And God, I want you to give me wisdom inside of this so I can live my life from a place of wisdom. And not only will God give you wisdom, but he gives it to you generously. Not just a little pinch, but he gives it to you generously.
1: Yeah. Actually, my most frequent prayer that I prayed... Growing up as a teenager and as a young adult, I constantly prayed this prayer to make God make me wise beyond my years. Because I didn't want to be a I knew my whole life I didn't want to be a foolish person foolish person, but I knew that I could ask God to make me wise so that I wouldn't act foolishly. It doesn't mean it saved me from all of my foolish moments. But it is a prayer that I started praying myself when I was young.
0: And that's where you got your gray hair.
1: <gasps> How dare
0: you! <laughs> Uh, calling my girl Jenny. That's mm-hmm.
1: it. <laughs> Jenny, if you're watching this, I'm calling you.
0: So let your prayer and your time with God be, God, please grant me the wisdom in order to live my life the way that you would want me to live my life. So yeah. t- today being January 10th, tonight is our fire night and we're so excited for this. Pastor James LeBec is going to be coming in uh, from the East Coast. He's going to share a powerful world, word. World? That too. Powerful <laughs> Word. That will change your life. And uh, it's going to be happening at the Salvation Army that's on Russell there. And it's going to be at 630. So if you need directions or help finding it, let us know. So, Bring a friend. Yep. So anyways, um, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.